What would you get if you combined C.S. Lewis's Screwtape Letters and Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich? You'll get a book titled Outwitting the Devil is what you'll get, and it's free to read and listen. Energea.live. E-N-E-R-G-E-I-A dot L-I-V-E, narrated by yours truly. And it's free. Go check it out. Within you, there exists a source of infinite divine energy, which will enable you to do supernatural things, if you allow it to work within you. The ancient Greeks called this power Energeia, and I believe it is alive and well with us to this day. My name is James D. Newcomb. Welcome to the show. Hello, Sana. How are you? Can or you cannot be better. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Sana either can or cannot be better. I mean, we had the most beautiful Valentine's Day ever. We did. Tell us about Valentine's Day, honey. We fasted the Valentine's Day. We fasted. And we asked for divine your hu- Your husband got you flowers. Oh, yeah. I got the flowers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got the flowers. <laughs> At least it's not like in Vietnam you used to go on the roadside and <laughs> pluck flowers and bring it home and I would say, Where'd you get it from? He said, Oh, there was a symmetry around and I pick it up <laughs> somebody's tombs. There was one store in Eco Park that sold flowers and that's where I got them. <laughs> and it wasn't a flower shop either, it was just like a store they happened to have flowers. Yeah, but in Vietnam, people buy flour every morning because they're Buddhist. They have to buy fresh flour, bring mm-hmm. it home, put it right. on a table. Right. It's the norm. Right. Like my country. <laughs> Speaking of Vietnam, one of the places that we used to like to go to in the city of Hanoi was called, what, wait, what was it? Pizza for, pi- for Peace? Pizza for Peace. P-S. Okay. Pizza and then the number four. And then P apostrophe S, pizza for peas. Yes. Quite expensive. <laughs> By Vietnamese standards, yes, it is expensive. So I used to order one pizza and a side salad maybe and a ginger ale that was not like Canada dry. It was basically... It's actually ginger... Ginger sauce with soda and you mix it with syrup or honey. Mm-hmm. And good. when you were back home and I was there, I used to go alone and it would cost me $100. A hundred dollars? Three million Thai baht. Uh, three million Vietnamese dong. Which is about a hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, so I used to order a salad, a soup, which my favorite one was the tomato soup one, and the whole pizza, and I would add on that cottage cheese, the special one that you yes. cut. So that is another like three hundred thousand dong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I used to go, I'm like, I'm alone. I want to sit there three, four hours, munch my food and whatever extra, I'll bring you it home. Indulge and every once in a while? I wouldn't bring it even home. <laughs> I just eat the whole thing. You know how I am. If I yeah. like a food, I will sit long and I finish it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, pizza for peas. It, it, I don't. What are the four peas? I don't even understand the name. What is it? So the whole idea came from a marketing concept that every operation, whether... They are manufacturing organization or service industry. They have to have a proper business plan. And part of the marketing plan is to 
create the strategies for four P's, which is product, price, promotion, and place. In other words, the place could be distribution. To kind of match it with the P, they said place. Yeah. Right. So, and if you see a proper business plan, you will see that each of these concepts can go, I mean, based on SME, small, medium enterprises, a product could be a plan of 10 page up to 20 to 50, 100 pages mm -hmm. of strategies before they implement and start actual operation. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that's the general thing. But today's con this concept, today's um, industry and 21st century industry doesn't really apply and they have extended to 10 Ps. Oh, okay. And for in service industry, they change it to more intangible quality that marketing can bring in. For example, product is important because you have to create a prototype, you have to test the market, then turn the prototype into mass customization, mass production. Mm -hmm. So now mass customization is usually used in service industry. You customize the product. For example, you cannot go get a haircut and in 10 places and say, oh, I like this barber, so I'm gonna go actually get a haircut over there because you already lost all your hair trying it. So how the service is getting, going to be rendered to you, they have to create other ancillary or auxiliary kind of a marketing and strategy to come in to show you that they are actually worth it for the money you are paying. Mm -hmm. And you should trust them that right. that haircut should be done by them. So that's why we came up with the idea of people. People could be one of those um, assets within organization that can tangibilize services and reach to the level of manufacturing organization that create modular design of a uh, product. For example, a computer. You can go to any Best Buy and try any computer. You can hold it. You can call the phone. You can s check everything on a MacBook before you buy it. Yes. You can spend three hours over there and say, sorry, I don't want it. So that's why the whole other concept came in, or process, instead of place. Process of production is more important where you're going to put the product on a shelf. And many more, and mm -hmm. 10 Ps can go so, on. So the f pizza 4 Ps in Hanoi is the 4 Ps are that marketing term, the product, promotion, price, and place? No. What, what, that was my question. What are the 4 Ps in pizza 4 Ps? Pizza for peas. So pizza for peas generated that business based on that marketing concept. Okay. But they're not selling the product. But based what are the four peas? Based on that marketing concept. They wanted to create a place where com people come sit together for hours, not only to eat and drink, but also do business, socialize, show love, and, you know, create a like a home away from home kind type of a atmosphere. So they said the business was built based on the marketing for peace, but the actual meaning is for peace. P-E-A-C-E. -E. Yes. But that actually is not portrayed in their logo, which is for P apostrophe S. The logo is the marketing concept. So the Japanese guy who created this business was a very great think thinker. So he kind of want to say, I am so standardized in the way I deal with my business that I have the actual, you know, strategy to create excellent, you know, catering business, uh, which can lead into my uh, tagline. Right. 
pizza for peaceful family, peaceful friend, peaceful yeah. co-worker, yeah. peaceful life. And that's one of those things because pizza, you have a piece of pizza. So it's one of those things where it's a word that has multiple meanings. Yeah, but he exactly wanted <coughs> peace, P-E-A-C-E, mm-hmm. right. peace. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but what I'm saying is that you have pizza for peace, but you also have a piece of pizza. So it's like a double meaning. Yeah, it can mean word. other yeah. meanings too. Yeah, that's what I like about the and, English. Um, One of the things I like about years, the English especially language. Especially after COVID, they re their menu and they actually increase the prices. That's why I end up paying $100. Uh, I remember when I went to the new one near the lake. Um, just the salad, the size was smaller. So the salad I wouldn't share with you i would ask you to order your salad the soup was very tiny and the pizzas you know they are all across one per one whole pizza for one person it's equal to a maybe plate of spaghetti yeah. so that hundred dollar basically i spent it was divided into three different course or drinks but um i would say they made it more fine dine <laughs> yeah. if i put all of them together it wouldn't be the meal that i've served at home it's more of an experience plate. than going to fast exactly, food yeah. than mcdonald's and just getting something just so you can fill your gut right and just leave not hungry anymore yeah, yeah. right so i remember that day i also got my driver something <laughs> but i thought i'm i will have extra and i can bring and i told him i will bring extras and maybe you can try because he said he wanted to try a long time but I didn't have extra but I promised him so I had to order something for him <laughs> but anyways I was thankful yes. he was he was a sweetheart yes. uh, he was more than a family to me he would do everything for me yep. didn't even let me get off the car he's a good man ha mm. ha he's a good guy yeah good and he knows and, and, and he knows the roads of Hanoi there are so many little alleys and back roads, and he would just, he knew exactly where to go. I could not believe how well that man knew that city. Y- you and I were talking, speaking of P, we were in Panera the other day, and we were talking about some of these things for marketing and ways that we can promote our business to clients for podcasts, podcast artistry, and you mentioned this four P's, product, promotion, price, and place. And it got me to thinking, which is always dangerous. I realized that there could be four words that begin with the letter P that have to do with specific to podcasts. Maybe not specific to podcasts, but content creation, audience building, a medium that uh, entails building a tribe or community of like-minded people around the the, uh, the the rallying point of that person who is the host of this podcast or the video channel, the, the, the blog, whatever the case may be. And these four Ps, I uh, am borrowing the, the moniker from that pizza joint in Hanoi, and I call it the four Ps for peace. So we're just getting just really carried away here with this concept of the four Ps. But the four Ps that I wrote down are purpose, people, process, and perform. I should say process slash plan because they're very closely intertwined. Purpose, people, process, or plan, and perform. And I want to, just for a couple of minutes, go 
talk, discuss these four Ps, and that will be what we talk about in today's podcast. First of all, purpose. I want to ask you, Sana. Um, well, I'm going to actually observe something here. I have observed that many people get into a podcast venture and they don't really understand why they're doing it. They know that it seems like a good idea and maybe they uh, meet someone that, or, or maybe a good friend of theirs is doing a podcast and they seem to be having a wonderful time with it and they're killing it. They're getting a lot of uh, download numbers. They're getting new clients with it and they're having a wonderful time with it. And so they might be having a breakfast meeting of some sort. Let's just say that they have a breakfast mastermind of some sort. And this person is just raving about, oh, I have this podcast and I have this great producer and all I have to do is just sit down and talk and every producer Joe takes care of everything else. And so uh, our subject here thinks, well, this is something that I should be doing because my friend here, look at how joyful they are. They love it. They're, they're, they're just on top of the world doing their podcast. And then they get into it and they very quickly, they're stumped. They think, what am I doing here? And the problem is that they haven't properly thought of the purpose of doing a show. Why are you doing a show? We know why your friend is doing it. They are doing it because they have a business, maybe a coaching business or maybe uh, uh, something where they need to reach out and get clients of some sort. And they, they, they need to, uh, they have a serv service that requires people to come to them or they, they go to their pr prospective clients. And this, the podcast is how they reach out to their clients and it's working. Our, our, our person who's just getting into the practice of podcasts, they're doing it without really understanding the purpose of it. They don't understand the purpose of the podcasting medium in general. And even more problematic, they don't understand their own purpose for doing it. They're doing it because it seems cool. It seems like it's a good idea. But they get a week or so, maybe maybe a couple of months even, into the planning stages, and they are, they, they are all already burned out. And they've invested probably a couple of thousand dollars in equipment, and maybe they've even hired a producer like myself to, to do the production work, and they're just thinking, well, three months from now, I'm going to be raking in the dough. I'm going to have a, 10 new clients because of my show, because my friend has so many clients from their show, but they don't really think about the purpose of doing it. What is the purpose for, 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 what is the purpose for me doing a podcast? What is the purpose of my podcast? So people don't think about that and they end up getting burned out and then they hire someone like me to do the production work and, and, and then a few months later they peter out and everyone's frustrated. There, uh, it is true. I mean, we, I don't want to generalize saying a lot of people are without plan or purpose. That's why they fail. No, that's not true. But uh, that doesn't mean that everybody who doesn't plan or 
don't have any purpose, reach to the highest peak of mountain of success in their life, have exactly the same fate with any other person. So I talk for myself personally. I am not going to uh, sit down and say, oh, I have a God who will guide my way and my light shining armor in my life. And I have seen so many people, they just tried this and they you know reach to their happiness no i'm not going to do that i'm trying to find out what am i good at what am i passionate about and what is the purpose that i'm going to fulfill in my life or any other people that i'm going to make them involved in it and that purpose should be meaningful it should be timely managed means it should be having deadlines if it's go on two years, three, five, ten years, and it doesn't materialize for me, then how, where do I see my success? And it should be measurable. I have to measure the outcome of whatever I am doing um, by some sort of a KPI, key performance indicators, or you know whatever. For me, the outcome of whatever I do is my success and motivation. Uh, uh, before we we have to get on to the next. Um, P. People. <laughs> People. Uh, before I do that, I have one final observation on purpose, and that is I've seen so many podcasters, uh, clients, or just people that I that I interact with, uh, they, they do things by rote. And if there's one thing that really gets under my skin is doing thing, doing something just because that's how we do it without putting any thought into it. Something that really bothers me is they still call it iTunes. Like they say, listen to us on iTunes, give us a rating and review. That's, I'm sorry, but that's outdated. Uh, you're, you're doing that because that's just what you think you do. And it's not <laughs> what you need is to be building community, getting in touch, have your phone number available or some number that people can call, even a Google voice number that people can call and redirect to your phone, whatever the case may be. I'm sorry, but a, a rating and review on iTunes is not effective. It doesn't do anything for your show at all. So stop doing it and thinking that you're doing yourself a favor. You're doing it just because that's what everyone, everybody else does. You're not doing it for, for, for the betterment of your show. Uh, and, and then th just very vague, ambiguous uh, calls to action at the end of shows. It's just like, follow us on Instagram. Follow us. I'm I'm available on all of the uh, social media platforms. Yeah, but what what am I going to get? Like, be specific. Uh, where are you? Where, where do you hang out the most? If you're on Instagram the most, then tell us what you're up to on Instagram. If you happen to be on Facebook, but you're not really uh, active on it, then don't mention Facebook. Just tell us where you're active, where we can get in contact with you, where we can interact with you. That's what, that is the secret sauce of any content creation platform is interaction with people. That is gold. So don't direct people to a place where they're not, they're not going to be able to interact with you. So if all you do is Facebook, then just mention that and say, we're doing a Facebook live on Friday. Don't even mention Instagram or Twitter or X, whatever they call it now. Don't even mention it because you're not active there. They can't interact with you. All right. So the second P of our four P's for peace formula 
Well, so, for me, people, when, when, when you came out, uh, came up with that, um, I mean, people is part of a four P's today, um, theoretical wise in textbook. The people could be two, we can look at it in the two angle, uh, the internal customers and external customers. Now, customers and consumers are different. You see, I didn't say consumers, I said customers. Why? Because customers are the ones that are not there for transaction with your business. You can build a loyal bridge, a loyal customer, and you can bring the product and they have some opinion about it, whether positive or negative. I think we have to, as a purpose of our you know, business, whoever it is, must make sure both internal and external customers are happy and satisfied before the founder, the owner of the business. Mm -hmm. Because they are the one who pay your bills, they are the one who generate ideas and purpose for your business. Right. Basically, they are the owner of your business. You are the actor, you just act. Mm -hmm. I think today or yesterday you were talking about Papa John's owner that he was fired from his own business. Yes. I will rate him as a top five successful man on earth. Okay, why is that? Because he got fired. How's, why, how does that equate to being successful? This is where the story comes when sometimes God do negative things in your life to show you the greatest you know, prosperity and life happiness. That's what happened to him. Well, he's the one that founded it in like 2006. And then he puts, puts together a board of directors, people that he trusts. And he, I don't even know what he did. That exactly. You fired. see, he knew that if he wants to control his business alone, he's going to set himself for failure. He brought all the like-minded people, that means who like to work in the beverage and food industry, and with their accounting background, with their management background, with their marketing background, sales background, e-commerce background, put them in the board of director and told them, forget about me. I had the money, I started this business, I want you guys to run the show. And if I make a mistake, you are allowed. He gave them the permission to do that. You are allowed to point your finger at me, I am humble enough to get that criticism, if at the end of the year, physical year, right. you can bring the fact and figure on my table. Yes. Okay. He's a successful man. All right. Well, I don't, even, I don't even know the story, what happened there. I know what happened uh, six or seven years ago, and I, 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 I just make, made a passing comment. I don't know. He may have done something that was disastrous and catastrophic to the business and they had to fire him. We don't know. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Mm. Still, he's successful. Okay. Because Papa John is not only in America very popular, all over the world. Anywhere I've been traveling, oh, I have Papa you're, John's. <laughs> what you're saying is that Papa John's has outlived the life of its founder. Right. Even after he left, they yeah. thrived. Oh, okay. yes, okay. because of the owner. And that's what makes him successful. Got it. Not the following okay. owner or stakeholders. Right. Because right. of that first person, mm -hmm. he knew, mm -hmm. you know, he yeah. knew this will come. Okay, I get it. So people are very important, you know, with the kind of decisions they make um, and how they make it, how they implement it into business. It will kind of uh, give us some sort of a picture of how the future of the business look like. So it is very important, even in a small business like podcast, to choose either your audience, which is your customer or consumer, and the people you work with wisely. You don't want somebody who come and say, yes, master, you, every idea you give is right. You are my pro 
producer, you are my CEO, you're whatever. I praise you. Just thinking, putting that person on a high seat can gain you some fame, money, or motivation or happiness. Uh, if you're really looking for a long-term uh, success of your business, you have to be true to your own people internally and make sure that uh, you choose the right people. Right, right. The way that I view people is very similar to yours, although uh, I think I'll add a little bit of more of my own context and my own perspective to it. The people is your audience. It, it's twofold. It's the aud- and, and we're specific to podcasting. Or, or content creation. The the people are the people that are consuming your content. And a big mistake that I see with <coughs> uh, podcasters specifically, because that's my that's my expertise, is they're way too broad with their uh, with the people that they think that they're reaching. Uh, they are they're ambiguous with who they're speaking to. Uh, you listen to them and you're and you're like, who are you talking to? Because it's not clear. It's not crystal clear within. If, 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 let me put it this way: if it's not crystal clear who your target audience is within five minutes, then you're doing something terribly wrong. I would say even within the first one minute, if it's not crystal clear who your audience is, then you've really missed the boat. And if you have only five downloads per episode, then maybe that's why is because you're not being specific enough. You think that you are going to reach everyone with your message. And that's just not the way it works. What you want to do, and and I've used this analogy in other uh, teachings that I've done over the years is let's say, let's say that you want, you have to reach 100 people with your message and your life depends on uh, getting 100 people to listen to you and take in every single word that you say, and then they sign a document that says, yes, I, I understood what James Newcomb said in his talk. <laughs> this is what you have to do. Are you going to have a better chance of getting that success speaking in a room, speaking in a huge arena with 10,000 people, and you're one of 10, 20 speakers for the day, uh, so you have that one scenario or the scenario uh, number two is you're speaking in a small room where there's 150 people in attendance and they're there to see you. You are the featured uh, speaker for the evening. If you need 100 people to listen to what you say, where are you going to get the best result? with the huge audience or with the small audience. You're going to get the result that you want with the small audience. And that's the way that I view uh, this people element of our four P's formula. Small is not a bad thing. Small is actually big. Small leads to big, but in order to be big, you have to start small. And that is how I will say it on the on the consumer side and my thoughts on uh, the the other side of the coin are very similar to yours the people internally like you're a part of my business this is our business JNS uh, global enterprises so uh, I have to be mindful of how something is going to affect you and when the day comes that we're hiring other people 
to do various tasks related to media production, then they're just as important to the to our plan and our process, which we'll get to in just a minute, as 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 we are. They're just as important as the people who are consuming the content. They may not be actually consuming the content. They may be consuming it only because they're getting paid to do to do so, but they're, they're no less important just because they're, they have that position, just because they, quote, work for us. I don't even know what that means. Um, they're, they're absolutely vital to our, uh, to our business. So that is purpose and then people. So we only got through our two of our four P's. Right. We don't want to burn you out. Yes. All these, our ideology <laughs> lets you digest it first. Our, our listeners have patience. Right. But We've you can let, leave some review about this too. Let's have a discussion maybe for a few days and then we can lead it to next couple of Go to energea.live uh, and that's how you can contact us. And we're not on Instagram. <laughs> in our next episode, we're going to go through the third and fourth P's in our four P's for peace, which is plan and process and perform. I'm excited. We'll see you on the next episode. I hope you enjoy the show. I want you to discover the energia that is within you that will allow you to accomplish great and mighty things on this earth. To learn more about the show and to connect with like-minded individuals, go to the web at energea.live. That's E-N-E-R-G-E-I-A dot L-I-V-E. Energea.live. Thank you for listening.